Saturday, March 21st, 2015. It's the first full day of spring. It's 9 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time here in Portland, Oregon. I'm Jack Miller. And I'm Shannon Emerson. And this is White Tiger Radio. Thanks for listening in. So, Shannon, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, I, you know, you know, I drive around a lot. You do? Because I'm a pimp. And I'd be driving around a lot. And uh, lately I've realized that it's almost like the quality of being a fly on the wall because you can see people around you, but they don't necessarily notice you. When you're in your car driving Yeah. Around. And so, so I, sp- I just realized that I spend a lot of time driving around. And some days I have this feeling of, uh, you know, that like people are just doing the best they can bless their hearts with bless their you know, hearts. with what they've been given and they're just giving it their all and i'm just like it's great you know every person is just giving it their all and and then that's my fly on the wall but then other days i'm out and i just think you know they should just do better <laughs> <laughs> they should just even i mean you should do better than the best you can, really. They should just do Especially if that's the best you can, what you're seeing. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I share that feeling. So it's kind of funny to be driving around in my bubble. What kind of, uh, for the listeners out there, what's your vehicle? What's your pit mobile? Yeah, my pit mobile is uh, a Bronco 2, a 1984 Bronco 2, painted flat black. Flat black. Yeah. Like the fly on the wall. That's a big yeah. fly. That's a fly that lived through the winter uh, and oh, got yeah. to the spring on yeah. the wall. Bronco 2, you know, flat black. <laughs> so that's what's on your mind, what you see out your car window, and it's different some days than others. Do you have any idea what it is that makes it some days a people are doing the best they can and other days people ought to do better kind of day? Because sometimes I'm feeling realistic and sometimes I'm feeling generous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> Can I can I spin the wheel today and wonder if perhaps you're feeling generous? Why don't you wait and see? We're going to find out tonight. We're going to find out tonight on the show. Generous or what was the other one? Realistic. Real, oh, Rick, realistic, right. So we, we will find out. Keep listening. I know I'm going to. Well, tonight is our TV show. And what we're going to do is play songs from television shows that we've watched. Uh, but of course, not just any songs, because here at White Tiger Radio, we love our constraints, don't we? Uh, so for tonight's show, we're only going to be playing songs that were used for the end credits of an episode of a television show. That's not even a constraint. That's just the only way to do it. Well, it is, of course, which, the only way to do it. came to light at some point this week. Right. But it's a constraint when because... I said, that's oh, the only way that's to the do it. That's the only way it. to do it. You're right. And your other thing you said was, because every song has been on TV, so... We have to, but that's not true either. Not every song, obviously, well, has been on TV, but a whole nothing's lot. Nothing's true. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> okay, it's you're feeling generous, I can tell. But it's it's it, it's it's the only constraint. But not every television show does this, so it is in fact kind of a constraint. And not every we haven't watched every show, so it's a double constraint, which uh, is sad. And well, there's so many to get to. If only I, think <laughs> I just want to watch every show. Should we just cancel the radio show tonight and go watch TV? <laughs> just go watch every show. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, that would be the TV show. We just dead air for 54 minutes and while we're watching television. And maybe you could hear the TV in the background on the microphone. Oh, we'll leave idea. the mics open so you yeah. can hear what we're watching. Uh, but that, it's, a, it's, gonna be, it's a fun show because when you hear the songs 
imagine where you are at the end of the show and then the credits are rolling and how long do you let it play anyway so i think it's fun to think of it listen to each song that way and maybe you haven't even noticed this or you probably have but maybe you watch a lot of shows that don't have this kind of thing so you so you haven't heard it so that's what we're doing tonight we're gonna play those songs that's the show and i guess that well no that's not the show because the show hasn't happened yet i guess i should say here's the show
gotta make that change. We gotta all make the change. My brothers and my sisters, it's time to make this world a brighter place for the generation to come. Can find love and peace what we left them. So I wanna tell you over and over again. Brother, sister, listen to me from the heart. Come on, brother.
I usually like to read the set list from beginning to end, but I kind of want to read that song first just because, I don't know, I liked it. Wicked Waters, that was Wicked Waters by Benjamin Booker. Before that, we had Where Do We Go From Here by Charles Bradley. And at the top of the set, we had The Captain by Casey Chambers. Are we reading all the details? I don't think we need to read details. There shouldn't even be details. There are no details. These songs came from the end credits of television shows that Chan and I have watched. And uh, maybe we'll put it on the webpage after the show where the songs came from. We're just going to tell you what the songs are because the music speaks for itself. That's kind of what it does in these shows. So we'll let it do that tonight. We'll accept that first one, The Captain, which right. I remember. I remember that one. I also I remember that one. And that was in The Sopranos. That's right. The episode eight of season three. Right. And I was I was going to bring that particular thing up anyway because oh, we got to talk about you? The really? Sopranos. I was. Yeah. Oh. But I want to talk okay. about The Sopranos. Because so you're going you're gonna to give details even though we decide not to give details. Well, no. It's, I don't have a lot of facts. Like, really? Seriously? <laughs> Unlikely. I know, you, I, I know you don't believe it. I, I don't likely. have a lot of facts. I just have a lot of impressions. And one of those impressions is that The Sopranos was a groundbreaking, amazing television show in a lot of ways. Uh, and one of them is that before The Sopranos, this whole end credits song business didn't exist. I really find that surprising. I found it surprising, too, until I sought out the original show that did this, because there had to be a first, right? Before The Sopranos, end credits were done largely with totally generic, dorky, forgettable instrumental music, a theme that, the, you know, the show would have their end credits theme, but it was like... Don't do that. the credits rolled. Don't ever do that. It's done. Don't ever do that. Did you get your information from Wikipedia? Maybe? No, I didn't. I was watching a lot of television this week, a lot of television, specifically from the 90s, seeking that's awesome. You're, that magic that's, moment. You're a total loser. <laughs> exactly. <I got laughs> Congratulations. To, I, got to tur- I got to turn that one around. That's a, that's a, that's a generous thought of you so uh, I, to call it, me a loser in that case. Even though it's probably not true, I'm glad to know that The Sopranos started TV shows it playing is true. music at the credits. It is. Because, and here's why. The networks would, after the show was over, they would put on either a commercial or they would put on a silent card that showed who the executive producer was, and then they would roll their credits. And it wasn't until HBO began putting these television series on that viewers could have a kind of cinematic experience of going right from the movie into the credits. And like a lot of films, HBO producers started using songs at the end you've almost convinced me <laughs> good job i'm Real, almost convinced realistic but. now you're 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 weaving back and forth between realistic and generous that's how it's going to go isn't it isn't that usually how it goes i guess it is yeah so uh yeah that was the sopranos started it all and so we started it all with that song from the sopranos and in fact i think we also started it there because that's the first song i can remember having a visceral reaction to yes Right, I remember looking it up, getting it. We got the song. Yeah, and yes. And we played that sound file that has been tr- now transferred from one computer to another for about a decade oh, and a half. Did we get that that sound file on Napster? I think we got it on we Napster. Did. That's we did. We got a, it on yeah. Napster. That's, that's, it took that's, an entire night. We slept nine hours, and that's how long it took right. to get that song. So that's a vintage MP3 that we just played there. Nice. That's cooler than a cassette tape. <laughs> well, it's, it's the next thing. Right now it's, it's cassette tapes, but it's, it's going to be vintage MP3. This is an MP3 soon. that I got from it's Napster. Like, right. Exactly. So that's that was the first set, and we have TV end credit songs coming up, more of them. And I think that unless Shannon wants to say something, she's shaking her head no. Let's We're going to just go, go, go. I want to be happy. Sweetheart, and I love you too. 
cling to my baby And she clings to me
You just listened to Tobacco Road by the Nashville Teens. Before that was You Rascal You by Hani El Khatib. Uh, the song that started, or no, excuse me, didn't start the set. The song that was before that, we had four songs in that set. The song before that was Saved by Bob Dylan. And uh, we began that set with A Mushroom Cloud by Sammy Salvo. That was the set, four songs and credit songs. So, Saved by Bob Dylan, what do you know about that? You know, 
All I Know. I never heard of that record. Uh, that was a, I, obviously I got that song from a TV show and I... Newsroom. Newsroom, right? Uh, season one, episode eight. No details needed. Uh, <laughs> no facts. No facts. Known. I, I just I had no facts about this prano. It's not about anything else. Oh. Uh, but oh, shoot. that, I got that song and I'd never heard that Bob Dylan song before. That's from his 1980 album, also called Saved. And, and the record cover, the album cover is a sort of, you know, colored pencil-like kind of drawing of two hands clasped together reaching towards the sky. And so it just seemed kind of crazy to me. I was like, ah, Bob, 1980, what was going on in your life? Yeah, I think he became a born-again Christian. Did he really? And I don't know if he still is, or you. I guess you can... I don't know. I, become... Un- you can unbecome one of those. Unbecome, become un. You can be born unborn again. again. Yes. Um, oh, there are plenty of people who are unborn again. But he did. Again. And so I have an interesting quote. We'll just say this. I'm just going to say this, and then we'll just move forward. Okay. Because... I think dwelling is unnecessary, but um, uh, this was, I think, in 1979. He said this on stage when he was performing and people were uh, hostile, actually, um, toward what he was singing because he was just singing gospel and right. gospel-y rock stuff. He faced so a he lot said, of hostility through the years. I told you the times they are a-changing, and they did. I said the answer was blowing in the wind, and it was. And I'm saying to you now, Jesus is coming back, and he is. There is no other way to salvation. That's pretty unequivocal. Bob. There it is. All right, you said you were going to say the quote, and we're going to move on, and we should move on. We're moving on. Because we can't do that. I can't wait to hear more. Well, so we're doing TV end credits songs, and... It's a television show, and it's gotten me thinking about TV. And one of my personal favorite TV shows of all time was WKRP, or is WKRP in Cincinnati, an amazing situ- situation comedy. <laughs> That's a good one. I remember That's watching that one. when I was 10, 11, 12 years old, sitting there with my dad laughing. And Dr. Johnny Fever and Venus Flytrap, both so different. They both made me want to be a DJ. That's how it started. I saw WKRP in Cincinnati and I wanted to become a radio DJ so bad because it looked so cool and so fun. I was having these memories and then I remembered that WKRP in Cincinnati actually had an amazing end credits theme. This was back Mm -hmm. in the time when it was just, they did the same thing every week. An amazing end credits theme and I have to play it for you. Do you mind? No, great. All right, here we go. That is what is known as the WKRP in Cincinnati end credits. Uh, the meow was part of the network promo, um, but it was layered on there. And that was written and performed by a studio musician named Jim Ellis, uh, who was hired just, he was just a studio hand. He was hired to orchestrate and arrange the intro, which had been written by the producers of the show, uh, which was kind of a generic, it's WKRP in Cincinnati kind of thing. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to sing tonight. Uh, <laughs> don't apologize and uh he then just put together this thing but he just had no lyrics so he just did this all this gibberish and people actually think that it means something here's one interpretation of it red tooth bartender box of night and a head still do the morning and a whack-a-mo did a huh i said boot farts and i like bear in a hella i said i wouldn't do it and the poodle and it did a huh those are the lyrics that's well that's what one person heard Here's oh, a different I version. See. Went to the botch and I barfed tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. Sit in the morning and a microphone in my heart. I said, put the car down. I had better and head out. I said, I ruined to it if poodles hadn't been. Uh-huh. <laughs> this has to stop. That's, this is not. That's two different interpretations. This is not enjoyable. <laughs> I, I, this, you don't think so? I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, I don't want to hear all those words I only, together. I only have again. like eight more. 
<laughs> You're not going to let me read all eight more. Oh, okay, no. we're going to we're going to put. I think that a, we get it. I think we get it. I'm going to put out a podcast extra, which is just going to be me reading all of the different interpretations, or a separate whole other podcast that you just do whatever you right. want, or just a sound file that gets deleted. Sometimes that happens. I I, my, I just think the people want more music. The people want more music, but unfortunately for the people, or fortunately for the people, depending on whether they're being generous or realistic. It's time for the late local news. <gasps> Yay. Late local news. In fact, I think we've probably run a little over time, so let's get right to it. This is the late local news with Skip Papadopoulos. Skip, what's on your mind tonight? Did I ever tell you about the TV show I was in? Yeah, back in 98. I was working as a parking attendant at the Jewish fraternity during the day and hustling pool at Shady's just off the five each night. I was talking to one of the regulars at Shady's one night. The dude mentioned that he had heard there was an audition about a block away for some TV show. He heard there was free food anyways, and they were actually paying actual money for standing around as an extra. I got there and waited in a short line with a bunch of other bums. It turns out they needed a tall, youngish guy to play a role they didn't kind of say what role it was. So I get to the front of the queue, and they gave me two sentences to read. Yes, Sarah. Quite the scene here. A small group of people seem to be trying to revive a whale that is washed up on the shore. Something that I didn't even know was possible. So a few minutes later, a PA comes up to me and asks me if I can go back and read another line. Sarah, I'm not sure, but I think I see a short man reaching into the blowhole. Looks like he's pulling something out. A few minutes later, they come and get me and tell me they, they wanted me to play the part of a news reporter on Seinfeld. And that sort of made me the man I am today. Skip Papadopoulos, rascal. Okay, always... A surprising and informative report from Skip. Didn't know he got a start in TV on an episode of Seinfeld, but apparently he did. It's a good story. I'm a little worried that their lawyers are going to come after us for the use of that theme. That's the first time I've ever really been worried about legal action. And I was listening to it. Some of our most avid listeners are the Seinfeld lawyers. It's a weird thing, but it's true. And so, so I just want to point out that that was entirely Skip Papadopoulos' production. And so right. the management you of this radio station... You can contact him at Skip Papadopoulos at skippapadopoulos.com, I think. I think it's .net. Oh, maybe. Try them both. I'm not really sure. Well, there it is, the late local news. And we are getting kind of late into our broadcast. It's 9.41 p.m. I know. I think we're talking too much and we need I, to play more music. I we're talking too much. I, hey, wait, wait. No, no, I have six more of these. <laughs> can I do them? Uh, yes. Somewhere okay. else. I'm, I'm going to do them. Can you stay here next to me? We'll just keep driving. Because of you, I see a light. And the Buick's a century. She looked past the scars 
Sell 
issues Sign with the love and kisses Made a comeback sign Insufficient fun Can You Get to That by Funkadelic. Before that, we had Cellophane by Sarah Jackson Holman. At the top of the set, we had Strange Religion by Mark Lanigan. No coincidence there. Meaning? Meaning coincidence. Meaning? Bob Dylan. (laughs) What? Strange Religion? That mm-hmm. whole like born again thing, I, I know. I find that strange. Oh, no coincidence because oh, strangely enough, okay. I find that strange. Thought that there was something tying them all together, and oh no, we're not talking about Bob Dylan. We're not and his religion. We're not going to get. There's into no it. reason to get into that. We're not. So you know, it strikes me that you get to start the show with me asking you what's on your mind, and you speak your mind, and your mind is an interesting thing to be spoken. I have to say, um, but it occurs to me that I don't really ever speak what's on my mind really well not like in a formal way where you say hey jack (laughs) what's on your mind (laughs) right because you speak what's on your mind whenever you choose so i didn't know you needed a formal uh or as they used to say an engraved invitation well i I don't need one (laughs) but it would be nice it sounds like you do it would be nice i hear you saying that you would like me to ask you What's on your mind? I hear you hearing me. and What's on your mind? No, I don't want to talk about it. Because <laughs> it's just terrible. Because, you know, I, I used to be so full of outrage at things. And your, your great observations remind me like, oh, God, I used to really just, not that you're outraged, but it just reminds me that I used to be outraged at everything. And now the only thing that I get outraged at is people who get outraged at things. That drives me crazy. I'm just like, What? So yeah, vicious Democrats and stupid Republicans and like U.S. drone strikes on American citizens and government spying is and this, is this more the of that housing stuff bubble that you're gonna put on your own podcast? Is that oh yeah is right? That what I'm getting is? I'm getting I forgot I'm getting my own podcast. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's oh a promotion. My God, don't or, use it all up here because you're gonna have your own podcast and you can just say all the things that are on your mind. But who will interrupt me? Uh, it, yeah. Who will keep me in check? I think that that's you know you're gonna I'm gonna need to a I'm gonna need your, an assistant, a sidekick, or even a, even a partner. You have to do it for yourself. You're making me ask. Will you be on my podcast, please? No, I will not be on your podcast. But I'm sure you'll find someone who will. Okay. Well, let's get moving on with the songs for tonight's show. You fucked up. Yeah. 
What's the matter with your life? Why you gotta mess with mine? Don't keep sweating what I do, cause I'm gonna be just fine. Check it out.
That was Janis Joplin singing Maybe, or actually I should probably say Living Maybe, and that was that was a <laughs> tremendous performance. Mm-hmm. She was putting herself into that. Before that was Salt and Peppa, None of Your Business, and we began that set with a song by Ween, You Fucked Up. So there's our explicit uh, label word for the night. <laughs> Check. Check. So did you know that that Janis Joplin song came from her album called I Got Dem Old Cosmic Blues Again, Mama? I did know that. And I, I was so happy to see an album title that had both an apostrophe and an exclamation point in it. Not only that, but I feel obligated to let listeners know that cosmic is spelled with a K and a Z for that matter. <laughs> but K-O-Z-M-I-C? Yes. Uh-huh. So, I got them old cosmic blues again, mama. <laughs> or is it, I got them old cosmic blues again, mama? I don't know. But that's quite a, that's quite a 1969 sort of move there, that's, Janice. That's a title and a half that is, and then uh, some. Yeah. And that song, I think, I think when you can sing a song, like maybe the way that she sang that, I think you can just do whatever you want with your album titles. Go ahead. Right. We're appreciative and supportive at the same time. Freely use K's and Z's at will. Apostrophes, exclamation points. Just <laughs> go for it. Paint it on there. I like it. So that, that was a good, uh, a good run. Yeah. That was our hey, final Hey, I was set. just wondering, you know, um, what's on your mind? <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, I, I, anyway, I mean, we have one more song to play tonight. It's uh, our last song of the show. This song is from The Sopranos, which... Oh, good. None because of, the, the like supposedly Sopranos yeah. were the first TV show to play music, Christ, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Right. So we'll see. But yes, under that premise, I think it was really smart to play a soprano song at the beginning and the end. And the one we're going to play right now, because the Sopranos started the end credits song thing, as I have already asserted and proven, uh, we're going to we're going to finish tonight's show with the song that started it all back in January of 1999, finishing the pilot episode of the Sopranos, a show that changed everything. (laughs) I would like listeners to send their facts in. Is a Nick Lowe song uh, that was actually recorded and made famous before Nick Lowe by Johnny Cash, who was briefly Nick Lowe's father-in-law. But that's another story. The beast in me Is caged by frail and fragile bars Restless by day and by night Rants and rages at the stars God help the beast in me The beast in me Has had to learn to live with pain shelter from the rain and in the twinkling of an eye might have to be restrained God help the beast in me sometimes to kid me that it's just a teddy bear or even somehow managed to vanish in the air then that is when I must beware of the beast in me Clothes patently unclear. He 
if it's New York or New Beast.